0: It is day 5 of Dafchaf Aleph. We are holding the Gemara on Dafchaf Beis Amad Aleph about 15 lines down from the top of the page. We've been learning about the first case in our Mishnah. The first case in the Mishnah was that a person is not allowed to dip in a Mikvah, one kli inside another Klee for the purposes of Kodesh. It can be done for Trumah, but one utensil inside another utensil, that is not a valid dipping in a Mikvah for the purposes of Kodesh. Now, the question was, why is this? We had two views. Rabbi Ilar said it's because of a chatzitsa, because of an interposition, that the weight of the first utensil pressing down on the base of the larger one creates a chatzitsa, a potential concern for an interposition between the waters of the mikveh and the entirety of the surfaces of the utensils. While Rovo said, no, it's nothing to do with that. Khatsits is covered elsewhere in the Mishnah in another case, in case number five. Rather, it's to do with a concern that if we were to allow you to immerse one utensil inside another, people might mistakenly then immerse a much smaller utensil with a very narrow tube opening to... Uh, the inside of that utensil and have a smaller utensil yet inside that larger utensil like a needle and because the size of the opening is not large enough to provide a kosher conduit for the waters of the mikvah to join together with the water inside the utensil that would that is an invalid dipping in a mikvah and therefore out of this concern we do not allow any dipping of one utensil inside another utensil. We then said there's enough nafkeminah, a practical difference between the two opinions, and that is if you have a very open, like, basket-like utensil. According to Rabbi Ilar, the problem will still apply. There'll still be a potential problem with a chatzita, that the weight of the inner utensil resting on the base of the outer utensil could create an interposition between the water and the surface of the utensil. Well, according to Rova, there wouldn't be a concern because there is no such thing as a basket-like utensil that has a very narrow opening and therefore people won't get to become confused between the large utensil and the small utensil. And therefore, according to Rova, it won't be a problem to immerse one utensil inside another when dealing with a basket-like, very open, wide-like utensil like a basket like that. The Gemara now continues with a qualifying statement according to the opinion of Ravav. Ohanimili, this problem, that you're not allowed to immerse one utensil inside another, is only a problem bichli tahar, where the large, larger outer utensil is tahar, and therefore it doesn't really require to be dipped in a mikveh. And the only reason you're dipping these utensils in a mikveh is for the purposes of immersing the inner utensil that's when it's a problem to immerse one utensil inside another. However, where the larger outer vessel is tome and actually requires immersion in a mikvah, so then it's not a problem to immerse one utensil inside the other. Why? Because de since the immersion is effective for the entire body of the outer vessel, including its inside, it's effective also for the vessels that are inside it. Why is that the case? Because a Tomei vessel can always be immersed as it is, even if its opening is very very small, smaller than as we said a skin bottle's tube. Because a utensil, a vessel, doesn't need to be configured for purification any differently than it was configured when it became Tomei. You just have to dip it in a mikveh as it is. And therefore, since the water entering the inside of the vessel, purifies the inner part of the vessel even though the opening is smaller than a skin bottle's tube because this is the utensil as it is and therefore since it's tummy it can be immersed as it is therefore the water purifies the small vessels that are inside at that time as well. However when the outer vessel doesn't require immersing in a the mikvah then this stringency kicks in that since the opening is smaller than a skin bottle's tube the water doesn't flow in a kosher way to connect the water inside the vessel to the water outside the vessel. So again, the Gemara has said that according to Rava, that the whole problem here of immersing one utensil inside another is out of a concern that when it comes to very small utensils, you'll have a problem because a needle sitting inside a utensil that has an opening smaller than a skin bottle's tube, that opening is not large enough to connect the water outside the mikvah to the water inside the utensil, and it's not a kosher dipping. That is only a problem where the outer utensil is not being dipped in the mikvah for the purposes of itself, for the purposes of becoming ritually pure itself. However, where the outer utensil is being dipped in the mikveh for itself as well, so then this all falls away because the rule is that any utensil, regardless of its shape and size, if it becomes Tameh, you only have to dip it in a mikveh to make it pure in the same manner that it became Tameh, in the same shape, in the same form that it was when it became Tameh, richly impure, that's how you dip it in the mikveh. So it turns out even if its opening is very, very small, it's still valid to dip it in a mikveh in that way and therefore it won't be a problem also to have utensils inside it at that time. Since you're dipping the outer utensil to make it Tahar as well, so too the inner utensils will become Tahar as well. And the Gemara says, we can prove this from a Mishnah. This now, as we learned in a Mishnah, it's actually a brysa very similar to a Mishnah in Mikvahs. It says, <laughs> If utensils were filled with other utensils and a person immersed them, <laughs> they become Toho. That's not like our Mishnah, but it could align to what we've just said, that if the outer utensils require becoming Toho, require immersion in the Mikvah, then you're allowed to immerse utensils inside them. Then the Mishnah or the Brayse continues, but if he didn't immerse the outer vessel, and the Gemara is going to explain what that means in a moment, then Then the water in the outer vessel that it's mixed with the water of the Mikvah can't purify what's contained in the outer vessel, unless they are mixed through an interface the size of a skin bottle's tube. So the Gemara now has to explain this latter clause of the Mishnah. What does this mean? What does it mean if a person didn't immerse? What does that latter clause of the Mishnah mean, if he didn't immerse the outer vessel? This is what it means. It means if a person didn't need to immerse the outer vessel. In other words, if the outer vessel is tohor and it doesn't require immersion in a Mikvah, so then, but the person wishes, even though the outer utensil doesn't require immersion in the mikveh, the person wants the immersion to be effective for the inner vessels through the water in the outer vessel that is mixed with the waters of the mikveh, then, then this chumra kicks in that it's only a kosher dipping in a mikveh, if the waters are mingled through an interface the size of a skim bottle's tube. So this Mishnah, a quote from Rebrisa, is telling us, number one, you can dip utensils inside another utensil. It can be a kosher dipping in a mikveh, so long as the first clause tells us the outer utensil requires dipping in a mikveh. But in low toval, if the outer utensil doesn't require dipping in a mikveh because it's already toho, then... If the, and the person wishes the inner utensils to become tahor, out of a connection between the water inside the utensil and the water outside, the water of the mikvah, then it only works if the opening is to. I know the opening is the size of an interface or the size of a skim bottle's tube. So this is consistent with what we've said, that Rava stringency only applies if the outer utensil is, ta- is tahor. If the outer utensil does not require dipping in a mikvah, but if the outer utensil does require dipping in a mikvah, then you can dip, it in a mikveh with other utensils inside and those other utensils will become tahor as well because since you can dip the outer utensil in a mikveh as it is because that's the way it became tami, so that's where the way it becomes tahor as well so so too any utensils inside will also become tahor. we're going to hold it for today and hold it for the week i wish everyone a very good shabbos shabbat shalom to you all